Hey there, and welcome to your weekly episode of I Didn't Sign Up For This with Allison Casanova and myself, Jade Shaw. We are both licensed marriage and family therapists here in the Bay Area of California. Whether you're a practitioner yourself or just interested in topics around mental health and therapy, join us here for some real and honest conversations. Please note that this podcast is not a replacement for therapy or medical advice. Any questions about your specific situation should be directed to your own therapist or primary care physician. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to episode seven of the I Didn't Sign Up For This podcast. Today, we are talking about New Year's resolutions. So we wanted to talk about this today because obviously New Year's is coming up and New Year's resolutions are like the thing to do around New Year's. But with that comes a lot of struggle, I think. So we kind of wanted to go over how to identify if you need to have a resolution, how to achieve it, common goals, some mental health related goal suggestions, and then what to do if you fall off and sort of get off of that path that you were on to meeting that goal. So that is today's topic. So let's get into how to identify if you even need or want to have a resolution. I think a good signifier is if you're ending the year and you're kind of anxious for the next year and you're wanting it to look different from the year before. Maybe you have some things that you wanted to change or things that you want to do different. You just want it to look better or manageable or happier, different, whatever, whatever that change is that you're wanting, that's a good sign that you want to make a New Year's resolution. Yeah, I think too that sort of referring back to last week's episode, people get really wrapped up in the day-to-day to-do list. And then when it comes time to start the new year, it's an opportunity to look at those big giant goals that people said all throughout the year that they wanted to do and never really got around to doing. So perhaps if there's things that you wanted to achieve throughout the year that you didn't get around to, this could be a good time to look at that. If you, like Allison said, are feeling like something is missing or a change is needed, this could be a good time to refocus your attention on that. I think too, when you hear the word resolution, it's it commonly gets put into the category of changing something that didn't go right and wanting to do it different. But I think a resolution could also just be a goal, something that you want to add. It doesn't have to be something that you want to take away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that brings us really nicely into how to achieve it. So in thinking about that, I want to encourage people to be careful of how they think about New Year's resolutions. You know, are you thinking of this as a punishment? Like I need to eat less or I need to lose 20 pounds or I need to in some way basically punish myself for something that I dislike? Or are you thinking about it in a positive way as a reward, as something that you're adding to your life, something that you're doing to better yourself, to better your life? Again, I think when we talk about New Year's resolutions, we often think of things that we need to change because we've been unhappy with them. So being mindful of how you label a resolution or how you're thinking about it. Another one I have is setting it up in small obtainable steps. So not thinking, 
okay, by uh, December of this next year, I want to have done A, B, and C because, again, we tend to get lost in the day-to-day, and then before we know it, it's October, November, and we haven't met that goal, and then comes this negative self-talk about not having achieved that goal or not having been able to do it. So instead, maybe thinking, you know, okay, by February, I want to have started looking at gym memberships, or I want to have started incorporating a vegetable into my diet or, you know, whatever that is, making it more obtainable so that by the end of the year, you've maybe taken and met six smaller goals. And then with that, having a sort of reward in place for yourself, you know, when you meet one of those smaller obtainable goals, reward yourself, celebrate it, be proud of that, and then move on to the second part of that. The last tip that I have in terms of making it more achievable would be to have a partner in it with you, whether that's a friend, a family member, a coworker, a significant other, somebody who perhaps has a similar goal and you can check in with them and encourage each other and support each other, um, bounce ideas off of each other in terms of things that have worked, and then even to celebrate those small obtainable goals, somebody that you can, you know, like, hey, we took three walks this month, let's go grab a cup of coffee or whatever it is, somebody that you can celebrate with in having met that small goal. And list the buddy system. Yes, the buddy system. So effective. And I would suggest too, making sure that your partner is somebody that really is in it with you. A lot of times, at least in my personal experience, It's easy to have a buddy who is in it and then there's sort of camaraderie in not achieving that goal. Like, oh, I didn't go to the gym today. It's like, oh, I didn't go either. You know, whatever, it's fine. So being in it with somebody who is, you know, you guys can actually keep each other accountable and and on track. And I think along with that gym one, um, one of the ones that I hear a lot is I want to lose weight so I'm going to start going to the gym and I've talked to some of the people that work at the gym and they were telling me that January and February are their super busy times and then come March April everyone's (laughs) just not coming in anymore Um, so instead of having it be like okay I want to lose weight so I have to go to the gym Make it more something like, you know, I want to be able to function better in my everyday life so I'm not getting hurt and so I can do X, Y, and Z. Like, let's say if you do a sport, like I want to be able to do this sport better. So I would like my body to work better for me. So I'm going to start incorporating a routine into my everyday so that I can get that goal. That's going to make it a little bit easier for you to stay on track with it. Yeah, exactly. So thinking of the bigger picture as well, not just the thing that you need to do, but why do you want to do it? What is your why? And make it make it reasonable, right? Don't do that and then say, so I'm going to get up and I'm going to go every day for two hours. That's just setting yourself up to not, <laughs> not complete it. Make it something more like, so I'm going to start off with going for an hour or 30 minutes 
once or twice a week. And then that way, if you end up going three or four times, you feel really awesome. But if you only end up going once or twice, you still feel good because that was what you set up to do. If you tell yourself you're going to go four times a week, but then you only go twice, you're going to get disappointed in yourself for not doing four instead of praising yourself for doing the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe even on that note, turning that goal into something that is flexible too. So if you're goal is to be healthier, maybe going to the gym is included in that, but maybe it also includes eating a healthy meal or engaging in some self-care. So if one day you can't make it to the gym, okay, you know, I'm not going to go to the gym today, but I'm going to eat a meal that I feel good about, or I can't do either one of those. So I'm going to take a bath when I get home. Something that can be molded to fit what your day-to-day actually looks like. So with that being said, let's start talking about some of the common goals that you hear people coming up with. And I think we already mentioned one of them was going to the gym to lose weight or get back into shape. Um, Another one I hear a lot is I want to change my diet and not have any more sweets, or I want to totally go vegan or vegetarian or I want to give up um, a specific uh, a specific thing like soda or coffee I'm just gonna do it the whole year um, another one I hear is I'm going to make sure that I'm getting eight hours of sleep each night those I think I'm trying to think if I know if I've heard of any other ones I think that those are the most common ones Another one, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that I hear is um, cutting um, the amount of time that you are in the car. So some people want to maybe bike to work or take the train to work instead. Um, And then another one is social media, cutting down on social media. Those, I think, are the main ones. Do you have any other ones that you hear often? I also hear people wanting to get a new job. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I think you pretty much covered the main ones that I've heard also. Oh, another one I think that I've heard maybe more recently is I want to read more. Mm, Yeah, that's actually a good one. And that that could be more along the lines of maybe doing more stuff for yourself. Yeah. So I think those are the common ones. And then I think if you're looking more along a mental health goal, I think if you and this is maybe something we've already kind of said, but making it more adaptable so it it fits you as a whole and your life and what you want out of life instead of a goal or a deadline to meet. So make it something about how you envision your life looking and how you can attain it to look that way. So for example, I want to be happier, so how can I, what can I do to help me get to that place? It, that might look like doing more stuff for yourself, like reading or going to the gym. That might look like choosing, choosing more of what your body needs in your diet rather than eliminating something. Um, so it's, it's maybe more of the way that you're looking at it rather than the actual goal itself. Yeah, exactly. I am such a big advocate for 
really focusing on the why you are doing something. And yeah, we did talk a little bit about this earlier, but keeping in mind the reason that you're doing this, right? Do you want to change jobs because you're unhappy and you're burnt out? Because you have a different interest? Like what is it that is driving you to want to make this change? So I go to Orange Theory Fitness to work out and on the wall, sort of right in front of you on the treadmill, it says, think about why you started. And I tell you, when I get tired, I stare at that and I just read it over and over again and think about why I started. Why am I here going to the gym, sweating my brains out, exhausted, and keeping that big picture in mind is so incredibly helpful. So I really agree with that and encourage you to be considerate of that longer term goal, that bigger picture that you want to meet. Because if we start thinking about things like New Year's resolutions or goals as to-do list items, they're going to fall to the bottom. They're going to get pushed back when we have dinner to make or kids to pick up or deadlines to meet. So really prioritizing yourself. And for those of you who know me well, you know I don't do this often, but I I think I might share an example because I think it would be helpful and it would give you more of an idea of what we're talking about. So there was a little while ago where I hurt myself really bad and that whole year was really, really difficult just being in a good mindset because I was in pain. And I, I had tried to do a New Year's resolution and it didn't really work. And so what I had decided to do that following year was what can I do for myself to get me in that better mindset so that I can get back to where I was before? And I, I obviously understand that pain definitely changes the way that you are and the way that you look at things but I wanted to do the best that I could to get back to a better mindset even if it was still not exactly where I was and so my my um, resolution was to be able to say yes more and to be able to look at that silver lining instead of focusing on all of the other stuff and so the main reason behind the yes more is because obviously, I mean, for those of you who have hurt, you know, it's so hard to get out and to do things. And then what ends up happening is you kind of start to become a hermit because you don't want to go out. And then, then you start to feel bad because you're not going out. So in doing that, I was able to stop and think, okay, so I have X, Y, and Z. Can I say yes to this? What can I say yes to? What can I go do for myself? And that was a lot easier to maintain that whole year because it wasn't a to-do list. It wasn't, there wasn't a goal. It was more just a way of being. And it definitely helped me get back into a better mindset, even though things were still a struggle. And it actually ended up working out that just more opportunities came up and it was able to solve itself and the whole year was so much better so something like that where it's more of a incorporating it into your everyday life rather than just a deadline had I said something more along the lines of um, I'm going to push myself and I'm just going to start working out that probably wouldn't have worked so well because I was in pain 
So mm-hmm. making catering it to yourself so that it works for you and you're setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one too because it is obtainable, right? You didn't tell yourself, okay, I'm going to say yes to everything or I'm going to do everything or completely change how I'm currently being. It's like, okay, what really is going to fit in my life and feel good to me and also meet this goal of sort of getting me out and changing the thing that is making me unhappy. I like that one. Good example. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. And it was helpful. (laughs) I mean, it really did. It got me into such a better place. And so I think I know that something like that does work. So I encourage you guys to do that too. I think making your goal attainable and be flexible, make it, phrase it in a way where you're adding to your life rather than taking away from it. So it's more of a guideline instead of this hard rule and deadline and goal that you need to follow. So if you are wanting to, let's say, read more, that's your goal. You want to read more, look at why. Why do you want to read more? Is it because you used to read all the time and you don't make time to read anymore? Is it because your eyes are starting to go and you don't really have the patience for yourself when you are reading? Like really understand why because that's going to help you set it up a little bit more, right? So if you're wanting to make the time and that's the reason why, um, looking at it and telling yourself, okay, so I'm going to try and make time at least once every week to read and and not giving yourself the amount of time. So not saying I'm going to read for an hour each day because that doesn't, then then it's going to be more of a, I have to do this. It's going to add stress. And if you don't do it, you're going to get mad at yourself. If you say, I'm going to try and make time each week then you can really look at your schedule and figure out when you can fit it in. And it's going to feel a lot more attainable, a lot more reasonable, and you're going to be a lot kinder to yourself when you're doing it. If it's because your eyes are going and it's really hard for you to be able to read, but it's something that you would like to do, figure out how to make it work for you. Maybe instead of reading, you're going to do audio books because that's a lot easier and it's a lot easier on your eyes. So understanding the motivation behind the goal is going to help you make it so it works better for you and it isn't taking from you. Yeah, it'll increase the likelihood that you'll stick with it. So one thing that I have, and if you guys have listened to other episodes, you probably realize that this is a huge theme for Allison and I, but to engage in more self-care. So I love this as a goal because it really is a goal that is going to add more to your life and not take away, right? The goal here is literally to take care of yourself. So if something feels stressful, maybe you don't do that thing, right? If something makes you anxious, maybe do something else instead. But I I would definitely suggest this one because it's a goal that's going to ideally decrease your stress and anxiety instead of adding to it. A second mental health related goal suggestion that I have would be to, I think Allison, you mentioned this earlier, but to be mindful of how much you're on your cell phone or on social media and decrease that if you feel like 
you're on it more than you would like. Again, this isn't saying I'm going to cut out all social media from my life, but decreasing it. This was a tip of the day that we gave a few episodes ago too, but you know, I think being on social media can be a motivating factor for a lot of these New Year's resolutions that people make when they see how other people are living their life and feel like that's how they need to live their life. Another example of a goal that I hear is be more organized. And I think that on social media, people look like they have their stuff together and they are organized and accomplish everything that they set out to do and get home on time to make the kids dinner and the kids are smiling and you know loving. And so I think that being more in touch with people's realistic lives is going to help you feel more like you are the norm and not like falling behind everybody else. So instead of creating a new year's resolution that encourages you to be like what everybody else seems like, maybe decrease that social media use and you know, you can come up with a resolution the following year that is maybe a little more realistic. I think on that one, the social media one, a mental health goal that could be related to that too is if you're looking at why you're on it, it could definitely be because you're trying to connect to people. Mm -hmm. So perhaps the mental health goal for that would be try to connect more in person mm -hmm. to those people that are around you if it's feasible, right? Like if they, of course, live across the country, maybe you're not going to be able to see them physically, but maybe touching base with them and calling them and having a conversation with them over the phone instead of um, looking and stalking their Facebook page or Instagram page or snapping them all the time. Sometimes having an actual conversation rather than just writing it out or texting it or typing it um, gives you that connection that you're desiring to a different extent and level. Yeah, increasing that connection with people. I agree that that is probably a big factor of why people engage in social media use. It does give us a feeling of being connected, right? Of sort of knowing what's happening with other people. So if that, if you find that that is what you're trying to obtain in being on social media, I think that bringing back the phone conversations are so great. And I will say too, I am not somebody who loves talking on the phone. I it's weird. Even as a therapist, talking on the phone makes me anxious. So I can understand if people sort of shy away from that. But hey, maybe there's something to be said about that, right? Maybe we should bring it back. Another suggestion that I have, and obviously I'm going to think this, but maybe a goal could be to start seeing a therapist. If there are big changes that you want to be making in your life, a therapist could be a really good way to go to figure out how to obtain these goals. You know, if something in your life is amiss or not feeling quite right, this could be sort of the goal that helps you meet those other goals. I knew somebody whose goal was to travel more that year. Mm -hmm. And the way that they set it up was definitely mental healthy. So I'm going to share it. They had told themselves that they're going to look at all the destinations that they have been wanting to go to, and they were going to pick one that was really big and make sure that they did it at some point that year. 
And then um, every month they were going to pick a place that was easy to go to and they were going to just try and get out there and go. And the, the reason that they wanted to travel was because it made them happy. They liked being able to see things, meet different people, sometimes go with people and connect with them on that level. And so for them, it it was a way for them to feel happier and a way for them to connect. So it was kind of both those things that they were desiring. And I love the way that they set it up because the big places are really fun, but they are a lot harder to to get to, right? So doing that once a year and then every month kind of going somewhere smaller. So what what what's an easier place to go? Is it locally? Is it within the state, but it's a shorter distance? I love that. Sometimes getting away is so incredibly refreshing. <laughs> can do so much for us. I like that she incorporated the smaller, easier to access locations too, right? That is something that makes that goal more doable. So now let's talk about what to do if you fall off, because this, my friends, is the dread of New Year's resolutions, right? I feel like sometimes people make resolutions knowing that they might not achieve them, right? Isn't that kind of the running joke? So first off, my suggestion is to stop that. Stop planning for failure. (laughs) Believe in yourself. And with that, be patient with yourself. So a long time ago, I heard, you know, it takes seven days to break a habit or 12 days to break a habit or start a new one, 21 days. So currently there was the last research I saw by University College London said 66 days. So be patient with yourself. Apparently it takes now 66 days to create that new habit. So it's not going to happen overnight. Um, And here I thought it was 30. I feel like they just keep adding the time on. Yeah, right. I mean, (laughs) guys, I'm sure the next study that comes out is going to say a year. So point being, change takes a long time. So hang in there. If you do fall off, it's okay. It's really not the end of the world. You know, hop back on. One of the things that I love about Mondays is it is the start of the new week. It's kind of like a mini New Year's every week. So think of it in that way, right? Every day is another chance to start over. You don't have to achieve it all in one swoop, in one go. You know, if you fall off, it's okay. Get back on. Try again. So that is my sort of big message. You know, it's a change because it's outside of your comfort zone. If it were easy, if it were totally doable, you probably would already be doing it. So just realize that this is outside your comfort zone. It is outside of your normal habit and it's going to take a little patience with yourself, but hang in there. Yeah. And that's why we say to make it something that's more doable so that if you do start to feel like you're falling off, it's a lot easier to get back on. If you tell yourself that you're you know, going to do something every day, or let's, let's take that travel goal. You're going to travel somewhere big every month. That seems super overwhelming. So if you can say, even just, I'm just going to make a big trip every year or a small trip every year, that's a lot easier to look at. Or if you say, you know, instead of going to the gym every day, I'm going to go once a week. It's a lot easier. So if you fall off and you miss a week, that was your that was your relax week. Mm-hmm. And you just got to get back on the next week. Mm-hmm. 
Also, a second suggestion that I have is to identify what sort of led to that falling off, right? What was the difficult part? What was the obstacle in that? And then maybe working on that, maybe focusing on overcoming that challenge is your first small goal that you set up for yourself. Normally, too, when you're falling off, it isn't because the goal is a bad goal. It's because the goal maybe was not as attainable. So you can look at it and try and reconfigure it to make it more attainable for you. So you can still have the same idea. That's why, you know, identifying why you fell off and what your motivation behind the goal is going to help because then you're going to be able to determine if it's something you can keep doing or if you need to tweak it and make it so it's easier to keep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that you said that too. Don't be afraid to tweak your goal, right? If on December 31st, you say, I am going to have my dream job by August, maybe something's come up and you need to tweak your goal to, okay, I'm going to start interviewing for jobs that I think would be a better fit for me by August. Don't be afraid to make those little changes so that they do fit into your life and they are attainable. So another thing too, if you're falling off is maybe, maybe it, it wasn't meant to be. Maybe that goal is just not something that you're in the space to do. Maybe you were biting off more than you can chew. So that could also be a reason why it wasn't working and maybe you just throw it out maybe you know it's not working so you just throw that goal out maybe mm -hmm. you come up with a whole brand new one mm -hmm. that's okay too yeah that is so okay I can't tell you how many years I've made a new year's resolution and thought you know what this just isn't happening for me this just is making me miserable feeling like I've set up this goal and I'm not making it, so scratch it, right? Um, and that's totally okay. You know, we're all human. We all sort of find challenges in life and have to adjust to that. And it's okay to say, hey, you know what? I thought that I could do this, but it's just not the right time. Or I just feel like this isn't a goal that I want to work towards right now. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Also, another thing that you can do if, you know, you do fall off is to talk to a friend or talk to people who have that similar goal, even if you're not in the buddy system and see what is working for them or challenges that they've had and maybe swap ideas with each other of things that you could try to make it more attainable and easier to stay on track with that. Or, you know, I think that there's a lot of online forums or things like meetup.com where you can find people with similar interests. Um, it might be good to seek something like that out, like get some community support or outside resources to help you with that goal, depending on what it is. Hey, and it's okay not to have a resolution, right? If you're oh, feeling like yes. life is pretty good yeah, and you don't really feel like you need to do anything, that's okay. Or if life is just super overwhelming and you can't even think about what you would do to change it or add to it. Um, that's okay too. You don't have to have one. It's not a necessity. I just think that, you know, in 
in this area, we really like to hype it up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Honestly, maybe your resolution, quote unquote, is to make it through the day and, you know, hallelujah, you do you. I've definitely had days like that. <laughs> My one goal today is to make it to 6 p.m. <laughs> all I'm striving for. So now that we've talked about New Year's resolutions or these sort of bigger goals, let's talk about the smaller ones. Let's talk about those little tips to improve your day or add some positivity. Allison, do you want to go first? Sure. So since we're talking about tips and uh, to-do lists, in the beginning and you know I feel like sometimes a resolution can be something that you add on your to-do list if you are somebody who has a rather large to-do list and you get overwhelmed pretty easy I challenge you to just pick two things on that list to get done that day and make sure that they're a priority those are the ones that probably would be helpful to get done sooner rather than later and let the rest of them go because truth be told if you are having a long day and you can only fit two of those things in it's better to have a goal like that and then you get them done and you feel so much better about yourself and then if you have extra time and you get more done you feel even better rather than saying I have to get all 20 things done and I I, I made it halfway I got 10 And now I'm upset at myself because I didn't finish all 20 rather than celebrating the fact that you got 10 done. If you can't make it to finishing the dishes that day, those dishes are still going to be right where you left them (laughs) the next day. So you will get them done. And I'm sure you have more dishes or ways to eat without those dishes. If you you really can't, then you can just do the one dish that you need. You don't have to do all of them. If you're really overwhelmed, then you just need to take more downtime for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so unfortunate that the dishes will still be there, isn't it? <laughs> I know, it would be really nice. What? There was, there was, I feel like someone was showing me this video of this couple, and it was a really funny, like, joke video, and the guy was saying that, you know, there's, like, this, this laundry fairy or elf or something that comes and like you know he puts it down and then the next day it's like done but it was really her doing it so it would be really nice if we had like you know laundry and a a dish elf that kind of just did it all for us but um yeah we don't yeah no I had a laundry fairy that was slacking yesterday yeah so she better get to it today Um, my tip is, I don't know if it's on the same level as yours or maybe even opposite, I guess, depending on how you think of it, but to fit in a little bit of physical activity, even if it's just like 10 jumping jacks, you know, I'm not saying vow to go to the gym every day and pump iron for an hour and a half. I'm saying 10 jumping jacks, a walk around the block, maybe it's just stretching, but something to sort of get in touch with your physical self and get that blood pumping, increase that circulation, boost those endorphins. And actually something along the lines of that too, I don't know if you guys have ever been, I've I've seen them on Pinterest. I haven't seen them anywhere else, but they're like those 30 day challenges. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's your new year's resolution, right? To fit more activity. Maybe you just do one or two of those 30 day challenges. Mm -hmm. And that's a good way of getting the, the physical activity in every day. They have like the plank, right? Where you do like 
you know, um, maybe you do 30 seconds and then you go up to 45 seconds and then it's 60 seconds. And by the end, you're doing five minutes, which, by the way, is kind of ridiculous. But I'm <laughs> sure if you were doing it every day and you were really trying hard, you could do five minutes. I, I've seen people do it. I know it's possible. And it seems kind of ridiculous when you say I'm going to do a five minute plank. But if you've been doing the little bit every day. It's really not, and it's only five minutes, so it doesn't even take that much out of your schedule, and you're getting that physical activity in. Mm-hmm. So true. This is a perfect example of tailoring a goal to be specific and doable for you, because right. I can't tell you how many of those 30-day challenges I've fallen off of, and you know, I sort of have it in my mind like, oh, it's day 20, whatever, I'll just pick up on day 20. And then I die in 20 seconds because I didn't do the first 19 days. So yes, really great tool if you can stay on 30 days. For some reason, I can't get my head around 45 seconds of day two is 10 push-ups. And I'm like, oh, but I just I can't. But I can go to the gym. I don't know what it is. <laughs> So I see everybody's different, right? You got to make it work for you. And so, and on all of those, there's always a, a rest day. So you could maybe even add more rest days and make it longer. So it's not 30 days. Now it's 60 days, right? Yeah, I own those rest days. That much I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I can do those very well. But yeah, and you know, I don't know a whole lot about this, but I have heard some people who are more knowledgeable in the field say that higher intensity workouts aren't as good for you because they put a lot of stress on the body. So if that's not for you, you know, maybe again, you do that stretch day or maybe it's a walk around the block or maybe it's a lower impact workout. But again, the idea here isn't what you're doing. It's that you're taking five, 10, 20 minutes to do something physical for yourself. Use your body. It's the only one you have. Yeah, that's right. So while we're talking about taking care of yourself, I also want to put it out there with the holidays and New Year's coming up that AAA is doing their holiday safe ride program, which I think some of you know as Tipsy Toe. So from December 31st at 6 p.m., Allison, you guys can't see her, but she's like laughing at me right now because I called it Tipsy Toe. <laughs> I am. And I, I, when I, she first told me about this, I was like, what is this witchcraft? I've never heard of Tipsy Toe before. This witchcraft. It's so bizarre. So bizarre. So funny. It's the best. It's the best name. Tipsy Toe. Oh, yeah. Yes. Actually, Sorry, I've never I'm heard laughing. it called it. I've never heard it called Holiday Safe Ride Program until I looked it up to See, that I've heard before, so I think we, we were on different wavelengths. I've heard of it called that. Yeah, that's funny. Different strokes, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so from December 31st at 6 p.m. to January 1st at 6 a.m., AAA is offering free rides. So if you are drinking at a party or something and you need a ride somewhere, AAA will do that for you, I believe at no cost. So you just call the number. It's 855-2-TOW-TO-GO. So it's 855-286-9246. And that is available in Santa Clara County, San Francisco, pretty much the main areas that I think people would be interested in. But we will link to the website where you can find the details of the counties and the hours and the phone numbers on there as well. 
So use that, stay safe, you know, help other people stay safe. We all want to get home to our friends and families. So have a good time, but get home safe and enjoy your holidays, whatever those may be. Happy holidays!